Hey everybody, this is Kevin Couch from the podcast Get This. It's the show about things people love. Coming to you from a new uh, new location here in downtown St. Paul, Minnesota. Beautiful. Uh, May 17th in the foul year of our Lord 2020. What a year we're having. What a strange time. And I'm joined today uh, by John Last. John, how are you? I'm I'm all right in this god awful year. <laughs> it really <laughs> what a disaster. I mean, is has there ever been a worse year? I don't know, man. What um, you, well, you... I mean, not in living memory, anyway. Not oh. in my living memory, at least, anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. And where where are you coming to us from, John? Uh, London at the moment. Okay. Um, right. So, coming from the studio that I have in our garden. Uh, from all of the voiceover work I do, so mm-hmm. um, oh, it's quite handy to be able to speak to you right now. Yeah, fantastic. Where whereabouts in London? It's a big town. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it really is. Um, it's um, a place called Barnet. We moved here last year. Um, we've got a you know three year old, nearly four year old. And, oh, congrats! You know, we uh, we lived uh, we lived in uh, a place called Angel, which was yeah, really yeah, close no, to I the know, I know Angel. Yeah, I, I was over there yeah. uh, last year, and I spent the whole month of uh, November right in that area. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it's a great area, buzzing, lots of stuff to do. But we were in, we were in a, like a, in a flat in an apartment, two bedroom, and um, so when she was born, we we're like, yeah, we can do this. This will be fine. It's easy, no problem. And as the toys began to grow and things began, we got pushed out of the office became the nursery and it was like an office nursery. Then it was a nursery office and then it was a nursery. Yep. So, yep. I know so, that story. Yeah. yeah we're expecting <clears throat> yeah. our first here in August and, uh, congratulations. Yeah. We're jazzed. It's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's a real joy. Do you have a, you have a boy or a girl? We have a girl. You have a girl. What's her name? Yeah. Uh, Poppy. And ah. she is so, so precocious, so right. wonderful and amazing, but my God, in in this um, in this lockdown scenario that we mm-hmm. all find ourselves pretty much in, mm-hmm. um, you know, we are with her twenty four seven, and it is, you know, obviously having a kid is a twenty four seven job anyway, but it's just so intense right mm-hmm. now, and so it's, so it's yeah. kind of like, yeah, no, it's I mean, it's, it's wild, isn't it? Uh, that's a very particular age, and life has slowly been ripped away from us, like. One thing after the next until you're in this weird kind of upside down, right? I mean, how are things over there? Um, It's difficult to say, to be honest, because, uh, I mean, we can go back to the very beginning. I mean, it's not too dissimilar to what you guys have had in the States. But Mm. um, uh, we kind of went into lockdown um, mid-March, I think it was now. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I just, I can't remember. I can't, I can't remember the dates. The that's time. about right. I mean, yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah. about when things started to get real. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It kind of crept uh, up, didn't it? Yeah. And the argument is that we should have gone into lockdown sooner. Hmm. Um, whether whether or not um, that is true is probably for people in the future and much smarter than you or I to decide upon. But, um, you know, I think what we're seeing now is because we probably didn't lock down um, soon enough, that, which is where the way it's looking, is that we've had to lock down for much longer. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, it, we, we've just started to come out of it. Whether it's right or wrong, don't know. But we've started to come out of it, and we're kind of just feeling our way back through the fog, as it were, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be really wild. Uh, I think we'll live with the the sort of the echoes of this for many years. Uh, I, oh, think, yeah. I think it's before and after. Uh, something like 9-11, but it, it feels even larger somehow. 
Uh, yeah, a lot of people have been comparing it over here to the war. I mean, we mm. always compare everything to the war, you know, right, to, right. Yeah, yeah. to the Second World War, you know, but, um, you know, where people just had to hunker down and really kind of look out for each other. And, you know, um, very early on, you know, we, we haven't been tested, unfortunately, but we we are 99% sure that we had COVID-19. You and your, so, your spouse? Yeah, yeah, and um, hmm. a small, a small bit uh, poppy as well. She had it a little bit. Hmm. Um, so, um, <laughs> ironically, we were actually in, you know, Southeast Asia before ah. that. But we've worked out that the the time wasn't equivalent to us catching it there. So we got back to London, and we, ironically, we caught it in London. Hmm. Um, yeah. So well. Uh, <laughs> What a what a crazy time! I mean, and they what do they say? They say fifty to seventy percent of the of the planet is going to have this at some point. Uh, and you want the anti- antibodies? You want to actually get it and beat it off? Uh, but of course, if you're if you're an octogenarian, that's a mess. There's a certain risk yeah. to it. Yeah, it's sort of if I could, you know, venture something. It feels like it's added another dimension to life somehow. Like. There's a like uh, this is gonna maybe sound silly, but there's like a almost like a geometric quality that it's like it's changed every interaction, every moment you leave your house, you're doing this additional calculus space, uh, masks. Who's you know it's strange. Uh, I can only yeah. imagine what it's like in London. So it's kind of like a weird dance, you know. You mm. kind of like go, you're just going around like your local you know store. Or even a supermarket or whatever. You you go in there and um, you either wait outside to be told that you can now go in. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know because you can't have too many people in there. But of course, you know, there's somebody who wants to go down one aisle. You want to go up that aisle. You get caught in the middle. <laughs> right. And then you're kind of going, do we? Do I go back or do we just kind of do a shuffle around each other but breathe in? I don't know. What what, what do we do here? <laughs> yeah. There is a, there is a certain comedy to it if you can zoom out yeah. and appreciate how absurd it is. It is. Yeah, strange. It's a it's a it's a Beckett play. It's Beckett and Kafka. <laughs> oh yeah, right, right now it's like wait. <laughs> yeah, it's like waiting for COVID. Waiting for COVID. That might be a show <laughs> title for sure. <laughs> and John, uh, so you know, this is the the show about things people love, and so the idea is that people come on. Obviously, we have to talk about this. There's no way around it. But you're, I want to get to know you a little bit. You're a you're a voiceover uh, actor. Tell me a little bit about Primarily. what you're up. Yeah, what what are you up to? Yeah, so primarily voiceover actor, um, but you know, also an actor. Uh, depends which way the wind blows, really, which is what I do, you know. Um, but the fact that I've got the studio at home um, has kind of lent itself to me doing lots more voiceover work. And um, so, p- particularly, I've done voiceover for lots of TV. Mm-hmm. So, um, the terrestrial channels over here and you guys i'm sure i mean i've spoken to american friends they still find it weird but we have um announcers between the shows i did that you know? i did that for five did, us uh did you for uh, a couple of months yeah back into like 2008 yeah 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 oh we just missed each other because i used to work for five <laughs> yeah all right all right yeah, yeah it was yeah, fun we yeah, yeah, we just missed each other because I I left actually just at the beginning of two thousand and eight from that job. So, oh. uh, yeah, we yeah, might have bumped into each other. Yeah, it is weird. It's it, Americans don't appreciate this. Like you tune in at six o'clock in the evening, and someone comes in and does continuity, and they're yeah. there with you 
you know, for four or five hours until 11 o'clock. My favorite line was, and I, I ripped this off from someone because I wrote my own copy, but someone had already done this and I had to continue it. It was so funny. Huh. The line was, uh, and now it's our favorite ponytailed martial arts dude, Steven Seagal in Time for a Kill. <laughs> like, yeah. How fun is that? What a, what a, what a yeah. hoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I used to, I used to work for a, a TV station, Virgin, as we all know. Uh-huh. Uh, but they, they, they had their own station called Virgin One. And the... Uh, the idea of this station and the bosses said to me, um, just be on the right side of wrong. And so that's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's, that's like a red rag to a bull to me. So I was just like writing all this bizarre stuff and they just, (laughs) the next day they'd come in and they, they said to me, we make a specific point of sitting down and listening to you because you are just crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, you're the, you're, you're, you're definitely the best sounding guest that I've had by Skype. You sound like you're in the, you know, you're, you're sitting right across from me. So that's so kudos to that. Uh, wow. Are you over, are you over Wi-Fi or are you, are you plugged in directly? Uh, I've plugged in directly all because, right. um, because due to the whole kind of everyone's at home, you know, yep. all, all the broadband, you know, mm-hmm. it's just getting absolutely just stressed and strained. So, <laughs> um, so I just thought, you know what, I'm just yeah. going to plug this straight in. <laughs> you know, we're, um, uh, we're rewatching Mad Men and I'm in, we're into the point, I think it's in the third uh, season of Mad Men where the British kind of invade. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so i was very yeah. i was ready for this it was it's a whole mood already happening over here oh yes he- uh, hello yes no. yes indeed yeah well, we, we, we don't <laughs> they, quite do it like this right yeah exactly well we, are you are you a londoner uh you know uh born and bred or are you uh you transplant jim uh, no no far from it I, i'm originally from uh, a place called wigan which is near to manchester i was gonna say so, you sound you sounded a little northern yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of got beaten out of me by, you know, living down here. But also, I think just um, going to university, it kind of right. started to soften there. Kind of get it beveled. Um, yeah. Yeah, it kind of softened. And then I kind of moved down. And at one point, I had a uh, a Polish girlfriend at one point. And it was just kind of like, I, had, I have to speak very slowly and very carefully, because <laughs> otherwise, she will not understand a word that I'm saying if I go back to my northern roots. Right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Wigan, y- y'all have a football team there, right? Is a Wigan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah it's a Wigan Athletic. Um, uh-huh. And they won the FA Cup in 2013. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Um, it's a sm- it, it's a, basically, it was. Um, uh, the football team kind of only came into existence about 30 no 40 about 41 years ago and um it's a rugby town wigan it's like rugby 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 but not uh-huh. not the rugby that you know not rugby union rugby league so it's kind of everything's all based on the kind of um the mines and the coal pits uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff <laughs> and everything's like you know this is a working class game lad you do what you working class you get in there don't don't worry about it just get in there and Get your head knocked off. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, that's healthy. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So, uh, you know, you kind of grow up with that, but then all of a sudden mm. the um, uh, a rich tycoon who used to play for Wigan back in the day mm-hmm. kind of said, I, I want to own my home team. So he bought it and then pumped in all these millions and millions into the, to the, into the team and then made it into, you know, a Premier League team. Um, and is now it, they're is it a is it a D one team? I mean, is it, it it's a Premier uh, Premier League uh, team at this point? Not, no, not anymore. Kind not of bouncing up went, and down, huh? Yeah, they kind of bounced down twice, um, and then they're kind of like just holding on. Um, and um, hey, who knows? They might just stay 
in the division down mm. forever because we'll never know who wins or who who actually gets relegated <laughs> right. from the leagues because yeah. everything's cancelled. I try to explain this to Americans. Uh, a lot, you know, most Americans cannot appreciate the idea that your team can leave the major league. <laughs> you can actually yeah. get knocked down. It makes the end of the season really exciting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I can't believe it myself, actually, that um, watching the American leagues, um, how you don't have that kind of relegation scenario because, right. yeah, yeah, look, relegation sucks. It really does. Mm-hmm. But it, it also, like say, it adds that level of excitement, it, you know, um, and also it kind of gives you a chance to take stock and then bounce back. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Although some yeah. some teams never do, unfortunately. But, I love that uh, uh, that story about Leicester City a few years ago. What a crazy thing! Unreal. Yeah. I mean, just surreal. Yeah. I mean, something like that could never really happen in American sports. It's sort of too yeah. much. Yeah. Too much unlock. Very strange. Yeah. We 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 didn't even think it would happen here. To be honest. <laughs> well, um, some guy it used bought, to happen. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, it used to happen like 40 years ago, maybe, but not anymore. Not anymore in the world of uh, of money and, you know, yeah. you know, like 80,000 <laughs> right. fans watching the game every week versus like, you know, Leicester City, who have a good stadium, like 35,000 fans, but no, not a cat in hell's chance. Would you think that they would be able yeah. to win the league? Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. strange. Just this complete fluke. Uh, yeah yeah and huh. it's and it's owned it's owned by this again this rich thai tycoon family um <laughs> and so when i was out in thailand um a few years ago i kind of like walked past this leicester city football um you know store and i was going what's that doing here? <laughs> what's going on here <laughs> this is bizarre i um i cannot believe that sports have stopped it's that alone is going to take a long time to really process. Uh, I know that obviously it's it's a big deal over there, sports. Uh, but in America, it's it's everything. I mean, it's just every we we never really take a break, and it's gone. Uh, Netflix is having a field day. <laughs> like oh, yeah. I, they're getting so many subscriptions. I mean, it's just what else are people going to do? Uh, like, what is the what you know? It's like if you had a streaming service, what yeah. is the best time to launch? Disney Plus. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. What a yeah, what a strange time. I mean, it is again, we're yeah, we're gonna spend the better part of, you know, the next decade trying to parse what just happened. Uh yeah. Yeah. I would love to see London. I mean, we we managed to get out of New York, my my fiance and I. We had planned to move from December. Uh and I'm just so stubborn that I just refused to change my plans. It might have been easier yeah. to, to stay, but boy, that was a uh, felt like a it felt like we were we were fleeing. Uh, yeah, because that's the that's the epicenter. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 uh, yeah. It was starting to get really weird there too. I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, our bodega was wrapped in plastic. These guys had wrapped themselves in like basically put up plastic and not. You know, like literally just like plastic wrap over and you're you're handing money back and forth through plastic. It was wow. very, very strange, very odd. Yeah. I got yeah. into an Uber about um it was the day before I came down feeling ill. Mm-hmm. And uh I uh I got into the back of this taxi and the guy had taken a big PVC see through <laughs> Probably something that you use for a tent. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. And he'd put it all the way across from the, yep. the driver's side to the passenger side, um, you know, so basically, you know, he could speak to him, of course, but 
if you were sneezing, it wasn't going on him. So <laughs> unreal. He, yeah. Wow. But you know, it's, it's the way it's the way it is, isn't it? And we have, like London. Yeah. London is 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 basically like this apocalypse town right now. Yeah. Um, my friend, yeah. my friend took some photos just yesterday. He went on a bike ride, and he went into London, and he just went, "Wow, this is like 28 days later." You know, the film. Yeah. Um, mm. You know, just. Mm. And he's like, you know what? If you want, if you want to make a film or get some some really high quality stock footage of London, which is just dead, yeah. go now. Yeah. Get get the license. Get the license from the government. Go out with a skeleton crew and just I, shoot it. No, we we were having the same uh, feeling here in St. Paul, Minnesota, which is already a bit of a sleepy town. St. Paul is kind of like the New Jersey to to Minneapolis's New York. Um, yeah. And I'm I'm just looking out the window right now. It's just absolutely a ghost town. Uh, strange, very weird. And I wonder, you know, and as things come back online, you know, I think I think I think there are going to be a lot of people with that kind of thousand yard stare, whatever they say. You know that that you're going to have that look of like, wow, we made we made it through something. Yeah, uh, yeah, odd. I mean, well, they've they've started to open up, you know, London now per se, and in, in the sense that. Um, we've had some very kind of mixed messages, but the messages are generally, if you can go to work, um, then you should go to work. But if you need to take public transport, then you shouldn't take public transport. Uh, oh, I see. Do you, um, hmm, have you, have you yeah. spent any time in the United States, uh, John? Yeah. I mean, I, I have done the New York fringe festival, uh, oh, over oh, there, cool. um, just for like a couple of weeks, you know, and just basically parted, hard <laughs> down the lower east side really yeah. <laughs> new york is a great town to party you can you can get oh, yeah. in a lot of trouble in new york and the people will kind of forgive you a little bit there's a bit of a oh yeah yeah i love that town. i think yeah i think i woke up what was it i woke up in queens was it mm -hmm. is that the end of, end of the line somewhere mm -hmm. i can't remember the seven train I woke, yeah yeah <laughs> just kind of woke up it was four in the morning and i went oh man <laughs> oh no what did i do <laughs> Uh, yeah, we had so some, got to, yeah, yeah, some crazy had to nights. Stay in that train. Whew. Stay in that train. Go back and then fell asleep again. Oh, oh man! I mean, <laughs> uh, when yeah, yeah, yeah. A New York okay. night is like we're we're changing you know changing our sleep schedules right now because we're we're adapting to sort of Minnesota time. Like Minnesota, you're you're shutting down at like midnight. You know, it's a yeah. real rager if you're done by you know if you're if you're still up at two. But like New York, it's like you're up until four or five in the morning, closing down the bar karaoke yeah all of it yeah that town is so much fun uh ev and everybody's kind of in on it it's a little bit of a wink uh it's yeah, yeah this is this is such a, a stress test for the united states because we don't have functioning institutions <laughs> like like you uh well yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah but but yeah yeah i hear you uh, you know it's 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 not enough to lose your job you also like have to lose your insurance too because apparently those things need to be tied together uh the, the degree of the degree of stress that 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 affects on americans is just staggering uh yeah I, we, know, we don't we, yeah. we're lucky enough to have to not have that um that Oof. worry that scenario unreal i mean it's it's actually it's pretty if you zoomed out and you you wrote that into a book, uh, you know, for aliens, let's say they would go, how, wh why, why does anyone accept this? I mean, it's just bizarre. So not only do we have to deal with you know all the all the rest of it, it's also just this complete economic um, freefall. Uh, 
it's going to be, I don't know. It's strange. And yet here we are, you know, talking through the inner, inner tubes, you know, these, this incredible technology that we have as well. Can you imagine what this would look like pre-internet? Uh, I mean, the internet is well, the thing keeping people. Yeah. I'd be on my phone, probably on my landline phone, speaking to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, rack, racking up an amazing bill. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? Yeah, long distance, right? Everybody used yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd pay per minute. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So, John, you're you're an actor, principally theater. Yeah, theater mainly. Um, of course, that's not happening any anywhere at the moment. Um, yeah, and uh, my wife is a theater director. Um, and that's how we met. Actually, I, I did a show with her um, about 14 years ago. Oh my god, 14 years ago! Yeah. Um, <laughs> what show? Um, it was a show called uh, Club Class. It was just a kind of little mini tour going around um, some comedy clubs, um, and it was all about you know basically flying uh, air stewards, that kind of thing. Mm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm not going to say much more about it because it wasn't very good <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's all right though i mean that's yeah. the, that's a long uh, long-term showmance you got there you did all right yeah. that's yeah you know. so well she directed me on that and then I, I was professional i was like she's really good she's awesome she's also very hot but you know she's awesome she's amazing <laughs> um and then kind of you know didn't do anything about it for about a year and oh. then all of a sudden it just kind of kicked off so oh. yeah yeah that's yeah. that's relatable i can relate to that somewhat my uh, yeah. my fiance and I we didn't meet in the theater, but we did meet on an app, but not that app. We actually met on a networking app, which is hilarious. Uh, and after our, uh, you know, after we have our have our first, I'm going to send the CEO of that app <laughs> a picture and I'm going to say, look <laughs> look at what you did. <laughs> like, yeah. Nice work, buddy. thumbs up. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We we swiped. Um, yeah. So yeah. so yeah, I work I work uh, you know mainly in theater. Uh-huh. Um, unfortunately not at the moment um you know what actually it's really crazy we're just seeing the cascade of of shows just closing down mm-hmm. um and i don't and not knowing if they're going to open up but see uh Gemma, my wife she was directing a show in singapore hence the reason why we were in southeast asia um and she was directing uh, another show actually ironically about flying um but it was aimed at kids um called fly high and it was everyone was so proud of it everyone was so amazingly happy with it they all rehearsed and got it ready but it never went up (laughs) oh no yeah yeah what yeah crazy and what is it going to look like on the on the flip side are we gonna are are they taking out the i mean we're talking about flying and things thinking about theater and all that i mean are we gonna are we gonna reopen hamilton and you, you have to sit you know with an extra space between what does it even look like uh, well, this this for me is where, where the issue is going to happen, I think, hmm. because it's just not going to be economically viable to do right. it or or socially distance <sighs> viable to do it. You know I mean, how, how can you how can you do it um, yeah. unless they unless they relax the, the rules? I, yeah, um, it's, <clears throat> it's just not going to happen, I don't think. <sighs> and, and I think I think it was Cameron McIntosh, you know, big theater producer. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, you know, he. I think it was him, and I think he basically said we're looking at March next year. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the Guthrie Theater here, that's they're they're staying closed until March twenty twenty one, and then what does yeah. that even what does it even look like? Yeah, I. Uh, hmm, John, do you think? Uh, did you hmm? Did you ever think that this something like this would happen? Does it feel inevitable to you, or 
are you surprised? Well, I think the last time the theatres were closed for something like this was back in Shakespeare's time, really. So, yeah, um, I, I, this from my from uh, my knowledge, anyway, we're, um, it's the plague. I, we're living yeah, through a plague. It, it pretty much is. You know, it's just that you know back then it was this the plague, and now it's like oh, it's the coronavirus. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, yeah, and we we understand it a lot more, but. Mm. We mm-hmm. still don't have, we still don't, as of yet, have the means to stop it. So, um, yeah, I, I, I had no idea that these theatres would, would shut down. I, mm. it just seemed so constant. It seemed like it was this never stopping show, like the mouse trap. It was never going to stop. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It, it's something. It almost it feels very close to, um, just the edge. Like it's very. We're going to have to, a lot of ink is going to be spilled over this. People are really going to have to spend a lot of time meditating on what this, what this means. It's, you were talking about it just there. Like the circus has stopped, you know, the circus has left town (laughs) and we're just, and everybody's sort of, everybody has that kind of whiplash look, you know, and what an amazing thing. I mean, this is, this is a cheap thing to say, but the people who like right now, there's a bus driver out there going about doing his job driving that bus uh i you know it's it's actually really amazing and when you think about for example nurses and doctors and what they're up to and i mean they've been they, they basically just got chucked into the deep end uh yeah yeah well it just goes to, i mean like i think what you're alluring to there is mm. you know um they really are the key workers who keep this <laughs> everything going so yeah whether you whether you are a, a garbage man or uh uh, a shelf stacker in a shop or mm-hmm. uh like say uh, a- anything from in, in in these jobs which have been normally well if you don't study you'll end up like that well right. actually these guys are keeping this whole country moving and i think yeah i think i think we're, we're over long overdue actually uh, a sense of acknowledging that you know what mm-hmm. you know we, we maybe we don't pay these guys enough yeah uh, absolutely. Uh, I think I think doubly so in the United States because you don't even have that basic safety net. Uh, yeah. You don't even. I think Bernie Sanders was uh, made a tweet something about the you know what workers enjoy in I think some Scandinavian country McDonald's they make you know twenty four dollars an hour and they get six weeks paid time off <laughs> and you and you yeah there's so, a certain amount of dignity. Uh, there's a there's yeah. a cruelty at the heart of. Uh, a lot of life in in uh, the kind of cutthroat um, world, and it's I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what what things look like in a couple of years. Are we going to really have a reckoning and try to figure out what we're about, or are we going to keep just like slashing each other's tires? Uh, um, yeah. uh, you know what? I, I think it's going to be a little bit of both, mm-hmm. but um, I, I would love. For there to be uh, a sea change, mm. uh, I'm not I'm not talking about revolution here. I'm just talking about right, a sea right. change. Um, you know, a, a kind of um, unified, uh, you know, uh, psychic, you know, thought about the world. And you yeah. know what we need to change, right? You know, whether it's you know climate science, you know, mm-hmm. people start paying more attention to that because that is about longevity. Maybe it's about something which is longer in life as opposed to just 
I need to do this now because this is what I need to do now. This is now, 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 yeah, now, yeah. now. No, it's all got to be about the future. Yeah. Um, so if you, you know, for example, if somebody invests and puts, you know, a lot of this, you know, taxpayers' dollars or pounds into uh, an investment uh, for the country, it doesn't matter if you don't see the dividends from it within the next five or 10 years. Sure. Because the idea is that it's an investment for the future. Yeah. Um, and I think there's been too many short-term fixes across across the world, especially in Western politics. Um, you know, and I, you could argue as well in in film and and theatre. Um, there's everything's been about a short-term fix. You hmm. know, um, not you know, it's about getting in the the latest stars to bring in the punters, um, and then you can put up the money that you charge the customers. Um, but of course. When your overheads get so high, um, for in a short-term job, um, a short sorry in a, in, a, in a show, um, when your overheads are that high, that is when the risk is so much more. So it, you know, I think um, people just need, maybe need to take a step back and go, you know what, I don't need to see an A-list movie star on the stage and screen. I can see somebody that is really well respected and probably does uh, the same or if not a better better job, and I can pay less. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because people are going to want to travel less. And so theater may become more regional. It may become more local, which is uh, promising. Uh, I yeah, love, I, yeah. Go on. I mean, I, I, sorry, I'm you know, getting very, so, very um, um, in-depth and into this conversation now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but the, uh, I mean, we've already got issues with our regional theaters mm-hmm. right now. Uh, one of the biggest and most respected regional theaters, uh, the Nuffield, um, has already gone into administration as of last week. Oof. Um, so we are facing, especially in regional theater, uh, an absolute massacre uh, yeah, of theaters. I mean, these, these things exist at the edge already. They can't, yeah. they can't have one flop. And uh, now we're now we're talking about shutting down for years. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And um, I was chatting to a friend of mine who, uh, you know, works at uh, a very big theater. Better not say the name just, you know, in case. Um, but, you know, you know, they they were saying it's brutal right now. Right now it is brutal. Um, and uh, they're, they're not exactly sure what they're going to do as of post-November you know yeah um, Uh, yeah I mean it's it's strange they're able to print money though in the United States that's that's sort of magic we've discovered that our our government can just print money (laughs) like we knew that they could do that but it's yeah go on that's that's handy yeah isn't that nice you just yeah you just print money so you have hundreds of thousands of people in this crippling student debt but you know you can you can just print money and bail out banks and bail out you know i mean it's just strange yeah but don't don't you dare bail out the arts right yeah no 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 well we have such an unusual relationship with the arts in the united states bizarre uh boy that that is that is crazy to think about yeah you know what you know what the, the thought that i had had and this is this is a little like dark the right now it's it's Sunday, and the places of worship are closed, but but the liquor stores are open. And I never thought that's I'd... my religion. That's yeah. my religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, down to the pub, huh? But I yep. uh, I never thought I would live to see the day. That that is uh, very telling. And 
and unusual, especially for America. Uh, and yeah. I just, I just don't know what, what the future looks like after this. Uh, I can't wait to, I'm, I'm really enjoying this conversation, John. I, I, I cannot wait to, to reconnect with people. One thing that I learned out of this is that I am definitely an extrovert. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I, you know, I need to be around people and I'm, I'm a bit of an, an unusual dude for Minnesota, uh, cause Minnesotans tend to be a little staid. They're a little laid back, um, tend to be a little quieter, more circumspect, kind of Scandinavian. And I'm, I'm originally from North Dakota, so I'm a little loud and I'm kind of out there and I'm, I'm going yeah. out and I'm trying, I'm making conversation with all the baristas that everybody's giving me the side eye. Like, what is this guy doing? I'm like, I'm just trying to have a human conversation here. Uh, man, I wonder what's, yeah, I think. Yeah. Go on. Go on. Yeah. No, go, you, you, you want to say something? Uh, no, 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 not at all. Uh, boy, when the pubs open, though, huh? Oh, uh, when the pubs open, my friend, they will never shut. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I keep saying to my friends, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, we haven't, we're having a chat and whatever and say, ah, I miss the pub. Yeah. And, it, and it's that kind of sigh. It's like, yeah, me too. You, uh, you, you it, said you lived around Angel. Did you ever go down to the, uh, the Hunter S, you know, that place? The Hunter S. Oh, uh, 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 further down. Yeah, actually, that was uh, further down from where I live. I went in there. Isn't that the place with the weird um, stuff on the wall? Yeah, it's all the all the crazy yeah. art. It's kind of like the Hunter S. Thompson, you know, yeah. inspired pub. Yeah, may have walked yeah. out on a bill. There. <laughs> <laughs> they were so nice. Yeah. We showed up the next morning for for brunch, and they were like, "We think you may have left your, you may have forgotten the bill last night." I'm like, "Okay, well, well, don't worry, <laughs> we're good for it." <laughs> yeah yeah we wouldn't be back here if yeah we exactly <laughs> right 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 what a great area well so that's fun so you uh see so when did you uh when did you first get into theater john um well i, th- I guess it was probably i uh, wigan uh, like i was saying before it's a very kind of working class town so like anytime you kind of showed any like um theatrical kind of you know hey i want to act i want to do this and it's like what do you want to do that for? Right. Ah, oh, don't be stupid. Yeah. Uh, so it was kind of, it took a while for it to come at me because I was just kind of, you know, pent up and frustrated about it all. Mm-hmm. So yep. um, it was more around about 17, I suppose. And I kind of changed everything I was doing in my school, sixth form college. Um, and, you know, I actually changed, you know, my school um, because I was just like, I'm tired of this place. I want to go somewhere else. I want to just break free a little bit. And mm-hmm. um, so I went to, you know, um, uh, the sixth form college and got into acting and I just went for it. And then I went to university in, uh, Salford in Manchester and, um, kind of just really, and I did a, an acting degree there, but I also did, um, acting alongside with the media and the broadcast, um, cause I, I wanted to bank something on the side, sure. um, just, yeah. just in case it didn't happen. Uh, and of course, it worked out that way because you know I've got the uh, the voiceover you know experience now, um, all from the stuff that I did when I was at um, university. So really, yeah, I mean I've been acting professionally since I was twenty one, twenty two, um, and I and I might be thirty nine now. So yeah, so <laughs> so yeah, it's been about seventeen, eighteen years, um, and kind of doing you know. Um, some really good theater actually really good kind of off west end theater with you know like one of the writers anna jordan i did this show called chicken shop um this this writer anna now she's writing for succession oh nice um, 
great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's writing for Killing Eve. Oh, fantastic! Um, people people say that show is great. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it fits in with her sense of dark sense of humor as well. Um, so you know, I've kind of done lots of really great stuff, and I'm really happy with it. But then all of a sudden, um, I was like, yeah, I. I kind of work for a, a national broadcaster as well. And there's a lot more money in this. So mm. I'm going to stick doing this and kind of dip into this when I can. And then all of a sudden, Oh, I've got a baby. <laughs> <laughs> there's no better money than voiceover money. When you get it and you get paid to do that, it's, it really doesn't get any better than that. Uh, I really enjoyed when I did it and it was fun to be over there because a lot of Canadians uh, kind of try to fake it. And, yeah. you know, it's to, to be like an authentic American voice from the Midwest. You can definitely pick up some pick up some cash when you're over there for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. What a great town, too. There's no better theater town in the world. Full stop than than London. Uh, oh, very, oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. It's very accommodating. You can. Uh, yeah. You can have a lot of fun. I, I, I'll always have a place yeah. in my heart for the. Uh, for the the theater scene in London, tremendous. Well, I think I think what really backs up London's theater scene as well is the amount of pub theater, which yep. I don't know if if your listeners you know in the states would be so familiar with. I, I don't think it's really a thing you know in um, the states in yeah. New York. You know, I remember not. what a, what a shame. Yeah. I love pub theater. Yeah, and and it's really good quality in general. You know, there's some stinkers out there, but you know, um, in in general, I mean, it's, I, ever since I moved to London and just I've been there ever since, it's just got better and better. Um, and there's always a, a dedication now. There's there's more of a dedication from these big pub theaters about making good theater. Yeah, and trying trying to pay the actors um, because generally, you, you know, you get paid expenses or something for doing this sure but you know they're trying to give more money if they can um and i think there's a real appreciation of it um and you know, th- again let's like pub theater is where you know i started uh where my wife started where anna jordan started you know right. i was just talking about um you know well we all met in the pub and of which, course it ties uh, in very which uh, which theater um, uh, that was the old red line in Angel. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I know about that one. Um, yeah. And we were, we were all doing um, a writing competition, uh-huh. and um, yeah, I was acting it. I was acting in it, and um, and I won it. <laughs> all right. Well, you, yeah. you know, I had a I had a play uh, premiere at the Finbra. That was a big deal. That was a lot of yeah. fun. Got a got a review from the Guardian. It was very cool. Hey, hey you know, I'm a, I'm a guy from a you know my hometown. We have two stoplights. In the middle of nowhere, you yeah. Know? I mean, that's that's a special thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, and you know, and and Fimber is a great theater as yeah. well. Tiny, tiny pub theater, but a great space and yeah. really well respected as well. Yeah, and what a yeah, what a what a joy. I wish we had more more of that. There is some of that in the Twin Cities. The you know the the Twin Cities are kind of a, a little secret kind of theater enclave up here in the in the great uh, wide north. Here um, it reminds me the uh, I was in a play. At the Union Theater, which has since ah, the changed. Union. Yep, I was in Caligula, yep. which was really funny because everybody oh, would. Yeah. I would. I said, you know, oh, I was in Caligula. And they would go, oh, did you get your kid off? You know, they would give us a hard time. <laughs> it's like it's not that kind of Caligula. But I did meet Tom Hardy after that, which was kind of wild. He 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 went to drama school with a buddy of mine, 
Uh, and this was before he was famous. And my friend, my friend grabbed me after and he was like, that, he's going to be Mad Max. This is in 2008. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, you're, what are you talking about? But no, you know, rest assured. We went back to Minnesota and, uh, my, my then wife and I, we were watching, uh, um, Inception. And I looked yeah. at, I looked at, I, I, I nudged her and I was like, isn't that the guy we met at the theater? <laughs> like how, what a, what a, what a strange thing. I was like, I should have yeah. been more, more polite. Um, <laughs> he was a very charismatic dude. I think, you know, he might've been, he might've been jacked up on something, but yeah, what's yeah. better than that? I mean, you know, uh, yeah, London theater and you, you know, you go yeah. this, this whole thing about pub theater too. It's like, it's, it's not, um, a lot of the, a lot of the time in the United States, uh, around theater, there's the feeling that it's like, it's somehow like kind of divorced from life. Like it's, it's like an event, you know, whereas at least in London, it's more just sort of like the way things are. You just sort of, you go to the show, but I guess not now, <laughs> like, you know? No. Yeah. No, I, I mean, that you down. can, you can stream, you can stream as many shows as you want online, but let's be honest, it's not the same. No. Um, it, it's, it's nice to be able to see a performance that you would not have got a ticket for, for love, no money, but it is such, it, I tried watching a couple of shows that the national were yeah. streaming and I kind of was uh, watching it and I was just kind of going, Oh, ugh. I mean, it's, it's, the, yeah, it's nice. It's good, but I'm just not into this. Yeah. And maybe it's my, maybe it's my mindset. Maybe it's because, you know, I didn't get to see the show in the first place. I don't know what it was. It was just, <sighs> I just, I just, we just couldn't get into it. You just, just it's, you're missing the whole experience, you know, you're missing the, you know, yeah. the dinner before the, you know, the intermission drinks, the just being there. Being there. Just even yeah. even the hum, the, the 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 silent hum, as it were, uh, of of an audience kind of just uh, watching you, or are you watching somebody on on screen? It's yeah. I, I, for for me, I, I love that. I love, I mean, as an actor in a studio theater, I've, where I've done before, uh, it's wonderful to be um, on stage and feeling the kind of the vibrations of the crowd watching yeah. you. Yeah. Um, no, know, knowing that either the fully against you because they hate you, you know, <laughs> the, 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 the character that is not, not the actor. Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see that the, the, there was this meme that went around and it was an empty theater and it said, uh, stay home. Like your friend invited you to their play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so okay. funny. Oh man. I can really, really empathize with that one. <laughs> People are going to be hungry for this though. When, when it comes back online, and we, yeah. we, you, you know, you, the curtain comes down, you know, and like the lights go down. People are going to be excited for that. I'm, I'm pretty jazzed. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think there's going to be like a, a just a, just a party, wild party for a long time. You know, yeah. as soon as this kind of, as soon as you know they come out and say, right, here's the antidote or you know whatever you want to call it. I've got the yeah, name. The vaccine. Um, uh, yeah. the vaccine. Thank you. Um, here's the vaccine. You've got it. And then as soon as somebody's got it, they're going to just go, right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, I agree. It's going to be yeah. <sighs> Boy, no sports, no theater, but here we are, yeah. and we're making we're making do. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that I have, you know, this podcast and I'm going to be starting another one with, uh, some friends of mine. We're going to be doing, um, it's going to be called under the influence and it's going to be us interviewing influencers, but kind of like in, in an ironic way. Pretty excited about that. <laughs> we're going to, it, we're basically trying to do like a little talk show like, yeah. we have like elevator music <laughs> at the beginning. And, uh, the art I have is pretty, pretty special. Uh, 
I'll send it over at some point. I'll, I'll email. Well, it. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. It's gonna be it's gonna be odd. Uh, one of the one of the two people I'm doing that with, I met um, met at a, a theater in in the UK. Um, yeah. You ever do any writing, John? I I, I actually. Currently, I'm writing something. I mean, it's been kind of off and on for a, a short while now. But um, I really am into a project that mm. is about locked-in syndrome, which I don't know if you're familiar with, but um, it's basically when somebody has a, um, a brainstem stroke. Oh, and, oh, and, and, oh no. Mm, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they become paralyzed. Mm. And, they, you know can't even blink um although uh, as the stage of recovery goes on if they do recover then they can start to blink um and communicate Oof. but it's about though it's about it's about that it's hmm. about being locked in and it opens up so many wonderful ideas for stage which of course we can't do anything about it now um but i mean i've, I've written some wonderful setups i'm really happy with the first act, at least, the second act is is a dog's dinner. But we'll get around to that. and We'll sort that one out. <laughs> it's always it's, it's always the second yeah. act. Yeah, it's always the second act. But I mean, I'm really happy with what I've been writing. But of course, who who really wants to see a show right now about somebody that can't move and, and leave? Is 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 locked in? Might be a perfect <laughs> metaphor for the time. You you I may suppose. be onto something. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. But um, yeah, so that's that's kind of the writing I've. I've been working on, and I'm actually going to, once I've kind of got the shape better, I'm going to probably work on a radio version of it, because let's be honest, um, that's kind of easier to do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, is so, it, you know, would I'll, it be like a solo show? Um, well, it, it, it's very heavily focused on the, the one person who mm-hmm. suffered the, the stroke, but there are a number of um actors uh, that come in and out you know playing various characters um so it's not a one-man show but it could very well be adapted to be like that um depending on the situation we find ourselves in right now well and then you know if you you do the radio show you can sort of produce it yourself as well you have the you know the equipment and everything yeah i do have the power to do that yes Ah, yes. Um, but Mm -hmm. i mean i because i i did a radio uh, drama for audible recently um so i've kind of just kind of gone oh this is a whole new world uh, this is fascinating and why didn't i think about doing work like this in the first place hmm. um you know so i actually did assassin's creed um they did a radio drama of that oh really um yeah yeah that's a, that's a good um, game yeah so yeah. it was it was it's about a seven hour uh, radio drama all based on the game whoa yeah so this is this is another thing that americans will never get although we have come kind of full circle around to it through the podcasting movement it is funny that it's we're in the 20s again and radio is huge there's a global flu pandemic thing you know what i mean it's like what what comes after this uh you know if if somebody starts screaming in german we might want to have an intervention but I'd say best not to think about it. Just, yeah. just keep on going. Just yeah. keep on going. Oh, that's very, that's very, it's very English. <laughs> Let's just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> remain calm. Yeah. 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 So keep funny. calm and carry on. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah, exactly. Keep yeah. calm and Corona on. 
Um, yeah. Well, that's cool. That's good. That yeah, writing is. I mean, that's what a, what a joy to be able to you know sit and create something original. I mean, that's that's that, that that's a blast. Seven yeah. hours, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Really? I I wouldn't imagine you do it in one hit. Did, I mean, how many? How long did it take you to rec- uh, to record that? Well, I mean, there was a big cast. I mean, oh. there was um, actually it had um, Riz Ahmed in it, um, um, who. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he was in Rogue One. He was um, in oh, this. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's in loads of stuff at the moment. Um, Anthony Head, who was Buffy, no, the guy in Buffy, you know, English uh-huh. professor. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, it's got lots of um, cool. lo- there's lots of actors in it, you know, lots of really, um, you know, well-known actors and, 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 and then us. Uh, uh-huh. well, wait, so uh, and who did you play? Um, I played a number of uh, characters actually, uh-huh. but um, um, so I was kind of playing. A, I think it was about five or six characters, um, all dotted around in, in uh, the present and the past, uh, playing a, like a really um, London jailer, you know that kind of. You know, <laughs> I was going to say you do voices, don't you? Yeah. All right, yeah. man, a London yeah. jailer. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And, and then like like a proper Courtney jailer, yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe maybe a bit better than that. Um, and then there was um, you know, like you know, just random kind of Polish dude in the background shouting something, you know, all that kind of random stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there was quite a big cast. Um, so I it was uh, dotted around across a, a few days, and you just kind of go in there and you know go hell hell for leather and just record yeah. it. Yeah, right, and. People don't really appreciate what it is to do voiceover. You have to. It's not like everybody's in the room doing it together. You're you're just doing these these quick hits, and then the the editors have this absolute war to put the thing together. Uh, yeah, I mean, to, yeah. to their credit, I must say that they did have people reading in for the like uh, people that might not be there. Like mm. for example, one day, you know, uh, Riz Ahmed couldn't be there, so. Um, they'd have somebody else reading his lines for him. So you'd at least have something to bounce off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it can be quite daunting and, and a thankless task at times, you know, but, um, the, the great, the best thing about doing that job was the food. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> the food? The, 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 it was oh, very know, well catered. Uh, yeah. It's like you, I'm, this is like the kind of stuff that you don't get anymore, but all of a sudden, um, they remembered that you know what uh, a full and you know a full stomached cast is a happy cast. So <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing like show business. You feel like you're kind oh, of getting yeah. away with something. Yeah, you know when it's a good project when the catering is good. Absolutely, you know? without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and there you've got my level. You see, that's my level. Doesn't matter about the money; it's the food. Give me the good food. You you, you know, you might not live live long enough to spend the money, but the food is right in front of you. You don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's fun. How did you How did you originally get into voiceover? Was it one of those things where like somebody grabbed you, you know, tapped you on the shoulder and said, "You got a really, you got a good voice." Or like, how did how did that how did that happen? <laughs> So I was at university um, and, you know, I was talking about doing that media side of things. So I was doing, I, I actually ran the radio station at university as like a, an extracurricular thing. Um, so it was all about running the radio station, doing a radio show. Um, and that was the kind of thing that I originally wanted to do back in the day. Um, but then when I was 
in my third year, I was living with um, a couple of guys and uh, his brother turned up and he was working for um, one of the big TV stations in London and, you know, basically doing promos and all that kind of stuff. And he said, you know, well, Johnny, if you want to, why don't you come down to London and, you know, we'll do a demo and, oh, you, know, yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, we'll, we'll um, give you a chance. And I was like, yeah, all right. So, so I went down there, did a demo, had a few drinks. He sent me the all the copies of the stuff that we'd done together, and then he brought me in for some for a few jobs. Um, they they didn't there wasn't a lot of them, and I was like, oh, I really should get some more work. And he said, Well, John, if you move to London, I can give you more work because uh, you're out. You know, when you're up in Manchester, you're out of sight, you're out of mind. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can't. I kind of went. All right, let's do it. So I moved down to London three months later, um, and that's where it kind of took off. Really, you know, I'm kind um, of ashamed that I don't. I don't know more about Manchester. It's it's a very big city, isn't it? I mean, how many? Do you know how many millions of people live in Manchester? Well, I mean, it's it's big by the UK standards, probably not by American standards, but and I think I think don't quote me on this. It's about maybe about a million and a half, two million in the greater metropolitan area of Manchester. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a big city. You know, yeah, it's a big city, you know, and there's you know lots of stuff going on. It's a great city. Um, it was run down in the 70s and 80s, but, uh, you know, there was this boom that came in the 90s and uh, continued through the 2000s. Um, you know, then there was, you know, back in, in the mid-90s, there was a, an IRA bomb that went off in Manchester, mm. um, totally ripped apart the, the heart of the shopping centre in right. Manchester. Nobody, uh, Thankfully, nobody died, and it was all... It was... It was uh, and, and so, the, the, in Manchester, the kind of... The joke that goes around now, of course, you know, let's not... Lest we forget, you know, terrorism is terrible, but mm. the, the dark joke that goes around Manchester now is like... That's the best thing the IRA ever did for us. Was that <laughs> we got we got a new shopping centre out of that? That is that is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's pr- it's pretty Manchester humour as well. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay, working that, class kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's the best favour that, that anybody ever did for us. I don't understand. <laughs> well, okay. Um, so I have a play that I wrote that's going to get a reading here pretty soon. There's this theater company in D.C. This is a little self-serving, so indulge me. But there's a theater yep. company in uh, D.C. called Spooky Action, which is uh, which actually comes from like a term that Einstein came up with uh, around <laughs> like quantum theory or something. They're called Spooky Action. If you look them up, I think it's uh, spookyaction.org. Um, but they're doing these Zoom readings of new plays. And my my new play, Moderation, is going to be read on the 24th. It's a Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And uh, I bring it up because I've been thinking a lot about, like, stand-up comedy and how a lot of these comedians, their initial idea was to to do Zoom performances. And apparently they were just deadly. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a little anxious hmm. about, like, hearing this play read on Zoom because, <laughs> you know... There are a lot of people who are going to be there for that play uh, who would normally not be anywhere near a theater. Um, I don't exactly know what my point is, but I guess that's an invitation to you if you want to if you want to sit in on a on a, a, a reading of a new play on Zoom. Just strange. I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, the play is about uh, social media content moderators losing their minds at work. So there's a certain <laughs> it's sort of 
kind of perfect that it, that it, we would do this on YouTube. It's not at, not Zoom. It's going to be on YouTube. Um, right. But what a like what a strange time. Like like I guess they rehearsed it on Friday, and I don't even know. <laughs> like I don't even know what's going on. Um, I didn't get I know into the, a few, yeah. I know a few friends who've kind of um, been doing some play readings yeah. over Zoom, uh, or you know, take your pick of of, of whatever. <laughs> there is out there you know but um they've been doing some play readings and i think it's okay but yeah it's just uh sometimes it's kind of just better to just hear it i think i, I you know i just am i'm very excited about this and i don't you know don't mistake you know uh, make no mistake of that it's just like it's it's anxious uh to have anything read but, to, but now that it's going oh, yeah. on youtube and i don't even know who's going to be in the audience i mean it's we're we're definitely in uncharted waters here, <laughs> and everybody's just well, going to keep doing their best. Go on, John. Well, and I'm just saying, you send me that link, and I'll be there. Sir. Oh, I would like that very much. That's really nice. Where can people find you? I know we met we met on uh, on the Twitter on the on the Bird website, but where where can people find yeah. you, John? Well, I mean, I'm on uh, Twitter as well at John Last Actor, and um, I have got yeah, I kind of kind of just stick to twitter these days kind of like there's everyone's like saying instagram and i'm like oh I'm, I'm i'm getting 40 years old nearly i'm i'm done with all this stuff um so yeah i just kind of john last actor really on twitter and johnlast.com you know that kind of John stuff Last.com. yeah although i really need to update my website let's be honest i'm i've had all this time but you know what i've been doing instead what uh, we have a 1930s house that we bought last year, uh-huh. and it and it crumbles a little bit. And I've just spent the past two months constantly doing. I mean, I'm talking to you now. I have got filler on my hands right now, um, and I've kind of got calluses, and I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, wood filler calluses, and just that kind of slight smell of. I shouldn't really be in a enclosed studio right now because I might be getting a little bit high. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that your wife appreciates the uh the work though. You got to you know, it sounds like you got to fix uh, her up around your hands, huh? Yeah, I mean it's not the money pit. It's not like Tom Hanks kind of, you know, territory. Um but it's kind of like ugh, not that not not that. Okay, I'll I'll fix it. Okay, I'll do that. And, oh, oh look, there's another crack in the wall. Let's fix that. And yeah, we just moved into the into this building in in downtown St. Paul. And the whole point of moving to this building was all of the amenities: pool, hot tub, sauna, gym, what? theater room. Yeah, all of it closed. <laughs> we just yeah. we arrived with our masks from New York, and everyone's just looking at us like, you know, you stay ten feet away from me. We don't want, and so we're just, you know, anyway, hopefully things will come back online. Uh, in yeah, the, in thanks, the next, thanks, coronavirus. Yeah, really, exactly. Yeah, social distancing, practicing social yeah. distancing. Um, but it's a beautiful view. I'm not going to, I'm not going to complain. The Mississippi River has, has its charm. I'll tell you that. Um, trading the Hudson for the Mississippi during a, a, a pandemic, though, has been uh, quite a, quite a voyage tell, tell me yeah. again what neighborhood are you in uh again john i'm just curious yeah so it's it's a place called barnet it's barnet. actually quite an yeah, yeah it's quite a an old ancient um town that mm. is kind of uh, it's in the doomsday books as well and mm. um there's um some kind of cockney rhyming slang you know it's like you know when you say i'm gonna cut my cut my barnet 
uh-huh. and that's uh-huh. that's the barn and there's a very famous fair in barnet called the barnet fair yeah so barnet barnet fair hair aha aha yes so that's kind of what it's famous for. It's 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 right at the end of the Northern Line, uh, but it takes me about thirty five oh. minutes on on the tube to get into the central London. So it's it's really kind of it's it's far enough removed mm-hmm. from the crazy, but it's close enough to really get in there and just you know mix it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course the night tube as well. If if you want to go out on a night out, it's okay. Don't get me wrong. I really miss my angel. <laughs> I really miss that. But I mean. Uh, got a family now. And, you hey, know. you know, you gotta. As soon as you have a kid, you gotta move to zone three, right? <laughs> or or, uh, or further out. This is, this is more like zone five. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. This that town will. I will never uh, stop having a fascination with that town. Uh, it's just. It's such a, a wonderful um, thing. It's a creature all its own. Um, oh yeah. yeah. I mean. I mean, I, I I love New York, and I, for me, um, I've always said that New York is kind of like uh, the most European of the American cities. Mm. Um, of course, it, it has its total own identity, but um, it, it really does remind me, and I really click with New York. Mm. Um, so whenever I've been there, and I've you know just met people there, hung for about a week, and we've remain friends ever since yeah thanks to social thanks to social media of course but right um and so now it's like whenever i've been back or they come over to the uk you know they crash at hours or crash on the couch or whatever it's 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 cool yeah um so Very i can cool. really really vibe with new york and really vibe with london and of course it has everything that i need i've, I've realized that i'm a big city kind of person yeah um so even though i'm kind of now near the countryside you know i i do have access to you know the uh the real kind of heartbeat of the city um in you know half an hour mm. and uh and also you know in normal times there is a shop around the corner which is open 24 hours so even out in zone five so that makes me feel like <laughs> <laughs> it makes it makes me feel like there's something yeah you know, like to you know, like I've got a connection there back with my kind of really in central town kind of. Yeah, feeling. Angel. Angel is really cool. I uh, yeah, that's a great little spot. You're so close to everything. Uh, yeah, has a real vibe. A lot of great restaurants and things. Oh uh, yes, yeah. Things will yes. things will come back to normal. Well, you'll you'll, yeah. you'll go you'll go get to go to the uh, old Red Lion. Is that still around? That theater. Um. It's still there, but you know it's closed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's still there. I mean, it's, apparently it's up for sale, so hopefully oh it's not. Hopefully it's not going to be turned into a, you know a fancy restaurant with no theater or anything like that. So. Soul, zero soul. Yeah, yeah. If I, if I could, if I could, uh, you know, awaken every third American to the idea of pub theater and how great that is. You go in for a pint, you go see a show, the best. There's nothing better. Yeah. It's just perfect. John, I yeah. hope, you know, you know what we should do is uh, I hope you'll come back on the show. Uh, maybe, I don't know, after the summer or sometime next year and we can continue to compare notes uh, about, you know, <laughs> what life looks like when we get back to normal. I hope you'll come back on. I will happily come back on and I will keep you up to date about, you know, what's going on and renovations yeah. and in the last household. That's it. It's fantastic. John Last, and it's uh, John Last Actor on Twitter. 
Is that right? That's right. All right, my man. This is Kevin Kautzman. This is Get This, getthispodcast.com. It's a show about things people love. We're going to get back to normal, John. It's, you know, life goes on. Keep calm and corona on. Oh, yes. All right, my man. I appreciate it. Thanks for the time, buddy. Cheers. Thanks, man. All right. Take care.